Hello, everybody. Today we are working with liquid charcoal. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't take an art class, we've got everything you need to prof critiques, tutorials, professional development, and workshops. This is the liquid charcoal. And thank you so much to Jasmine for making this possible, for sending me this charcoal. And it comes in a box like this. And it's a tube, just as if, oh, look at that. I already got it on my hands. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> this is gonna get messy pretty quickly. Just dry that off. It's probably fruitless for me to do this. And I will note on the back, so everybody knows, it says this product contains a chemical known to the state of California to cause cancer. Make your own judgments about that. One option would be to wear gloves, which I obviously didn't do. <laughs> Perhaps I should. Light fastness says one. Yeah, that, that's all the information that's on the bottle. There probably is more. Okay, so it says water, gum arabic, neutron, powdered charcoal, and then a bunch of items I don't know how to pronounce. Okay. It's funny that it has gum arabic in it. I always associate gum arabic with lithography. You use a lot of it to process your plate. Okay, let's give it a shot. And also, I'm going to try out this Krita Color charcoal powder. I've used the Generals one before, but I was just curious if this one was different. And by the way, thank you so much. Whoever sent this to me, I actually don't know. So if you were the person that sent this to me, if you're comfortable, identify yourself because I want to be able to say thank you. Okay. We're just going to start with a couple of marks on the page. Oh, and actually I should have gotten a palette we have something here. Okay, hang on. Give me one minute. There's one right behind me. There's my palette. <laughs> A little plastic lid because I don't have anything else right now. Tell me in the chat how many people here have used the liquid charcoal? How many people knew about it but perhaps never got to try it? And how many people have never heard of this art supply before? Okay, you can see it's not that runny. It has some degree of paste. And I'm just going to use it straight. So let's see how it feels. Wow. It's pretty goopy. It really is not super liquidy at all straight. Okay, let's try this. Actually, let me lower my camera so you guys can see a lot better what that looks like. Actually, let me put it all the way down. There, there we go. I'll move it back up for later. Okay, let's see what this looks like. It's pretty soft. It is very dark. It is a little transparent, I guess, to make it all the way dark. Yeah, even here, 
I put it on pretty thick and I can still see some of the transparency. You guys probably can't see it on the live stream. It's pretty stiff, not liquidy at all. I mean, it seems like this would be really good for any dry brushing areas. By the way, this is charcoal paper that I'm using and you can see on the palette that it doesn't really spread very much. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you can see here it doesn't spread that much. Okay, let's add some water to it. I'm just going to dip a little touch. Let's just see what that looks like. Oh. I mean, that pretty much feels like ink wash, but not as... It feels a little bit smoother. It, it feels like it's sort of gliding across the page. I mean, of course it depends on how much water you put in there. Let me see what happens if I try to activate this. I mean, I'm gonna assume that it's like gouache that you can reactivate it. So I don't think you have to worry about it getting dry. Let's see what's the case. If I really water it down, let's just put a little paper towel there. See if I can reactivate this. Yeah, seems like I can. Yeah, you can get rid of all of the prior strokes. You can see I've gone over it several times and you can't really see where that's happening. Let me see if I take the palette and I'm going to put water into it before I actually put it onto the paper. Yeah. It's very ink washy, but I feel like by comparison, India ink feels just a little less smooth, a little smoother, but you know, it, the difference is not that much. The difference is not enough that I would say, oh, I need to paint with liquid charcoal all the time. But it is different because ink wash, you start with straight India ink, which is liquidy. And so this has a little bit of a more chunky, goopy quality. Let me see what happens if I, I'm just gonna wet this spot here. I wanna see what happens if I paint black. Hmm, it's not a very good bleed. Let me try another area. I'm just gonna put down straight water and let's just see what that looks like. Because I'm curious if it's good at bleeds or not. I'm going to guess it's not as good as ink wash. But let's just try it. Okay. It has some bleed, but not much. If you had ink wash, this would like bleh, spread. But those are pretty cool marks. Let me try... Yeah, it doesn't spread. It does a little. 
I mean, those are kind of cool marks, right? Hmm. I wonder if this is a little oil that was on the paper. It looks like there's a little resist going on there. It's sort of like ink wash that has a little more body to it. The look of it, I think, is pretty similar. The feel of it just feels more thick, more thick and more smooth compared to India ink. I think it was Magda who asked me earlier before the stream whether you could erase it. Let's try it after you put it down. So I'm curious to see if that's the case. Let's just try, this is a Faber-Castell dust-free eraser. Okay, so this part is dry. Let's see what happens. Oh, it does not erase. I mean, you can see it lifted up something, but, oh, a little bit. It's very, very subtle. Let me try this area, which is a little darker. Oh yeah, that's really not, yeah, it looks like, Oh, actually, okay, it looks like you can erase when it's a lighter tone. But if it's here, if it's dark, it doesn't seem like it's doing very much. Let me try this one again. I mean, this one here, you can see it. This one, I couldn't really see it very well. This is all still too wet. This is interesting, though. I don't know, but it's it's so minor, it's not that much. So I'm not really thinking I would use it for something like that. Let's see what people are asking in the chat. All right, so it seems like most people here have never heard of it before. Drizella has seen it. And very good point from Seven Angelic, who says the gum Arabic must be the binder. Totally makes sense. Thanks for that explanation. <laughs> oh, and Calm Cuke says also gum Arabic is common as a binder in watercolor. Excellent. You guys are great. You're like my research team. <laughs> so Addie has used it. And Addie says, I love liquid charcoal. I use it often and make my own at home. Oh, in terms of just getting some water and mixing it around. Yeah, I did see some of that online because I, I looked up liquid charcoal. I just wanted to see how other people were using it. And it's interesting that most of the demos were not with pre-made liquid charcoal. Most of it was people basically doing wet charcoal and putting water into charcoal which I guess is another form of liquid charcoal, but I was just curious about the one that's actually pre-made for you. Amanda's used it, love it, but don't use it often. Oh, interesting. Carolyn says the tube had cracked, didn't know how to use it and it dried up. Oh, interesting. So it can dry up. Hmm. I wonder if it dries up like acrylics. Carolyn is asking, what is charcoal paper? Oh, charcoal paper. You can't see it here, but 
it has a slight texture to it. So if you guys look at this spot, it's still hard to see, but you'll see there are these vertical texture lines. And the concept behind that is if the paper has that texture, it grips the powdery parts of the charcoal. Because if you use charcoal on super thin, smooth paper, it tends to fall off the surface. And so the texture of the charcoal paper helps that adhere to the paper just a little bit better. Oh, Lisa says, if you sell anything in California, you put on the carcinogenic label, which ruins the usefulness. Oh, interesting. Okay, good. From cats a lot, don't eat it or rub it in wounds or eyes. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> Shashank is asking, is the liquid charcoal basically the same concept as India ink? As in, is it just a form of carbon black pigment with some sort of binder? Perhaps the particle size is slightly larger. I think so. I think the difference though is using this with the powdered charcoal. So actually let's try that. See what that looks like. And keep those questions coming everybody. because I might not get to your question immediately. But as you can see, we already have a lot of people in the chat who are helping and answering some of those questions, even when I'm not answering them. Okay, so what I'm curious about is, and actually, let me make a note of what this looks like. Okay, so let's say this is uh, liquid charcoal first, let's say dry charcoal second, and let's do the opposite over here. Let's say dry charcoal first, liquid charcoal because what I'm curious about is the interaction. How does liquid charcoal interact with the part of charcoal? Okay, so let's try, so this is vine. And let's do some compressed, sorry. I'm gonna move up my camera just a touch. And let's mark those as well, so we know what those are. So this is fine charcoal. This is compressed. Okay, and for the liquid charcoal, let's do this. Let's say, water this down. Let's do a very light wash. So this is barely anything. 
But to me, it feels a lot like ink wash. And honestly, I think I like wet charcoal better. We do have two videos where I demonstrate my wet charcoal technique, which I stole from Victor Lara, who was a longtime professor at RISD. I don't know. I just feel like if I'm going to use a brush, I might as well be painting using ink wash. Because I think for me, the whole difference is that wet charcoal, I just like using my fingers. It just feels a little better. Okay, let's try one that's darkish, but not super dark. Maybe a little bit darker. And now let's try one that's very dark. Like I'm curious if I'll be able to erase into the black because I could see that being very interesting, but I don't know how well it's going to work. So this one has very little water. Okay, so we'll, we'll do the left-hand side first because this needs a little bit of time to dry. Okay. This is the vine charcoal, and I'm going to do a little bit of smudging just to see. Yeah, that didn't really change very much. And let's squirt out just a little bit more. It's smooth. That's the biggest difference I'm feeling. It has a, I mean, that makes sense that it would feel that way if it's got gum arabic. Because gum arabic, it's not oily, but it has the viscosity, which is the thickness of liquid, that's sort of similar to oil. But it doesn't feel oily. I don't know. It's really hard to explain. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm going to try a wash. Let's put that over this. Okay. I mean, that didn't really do very much. Let me try something a little darker. Hmm, I don't really like that. There's actually a really minor halo. I guess because the vine charcoal sort of jumps. Weird. Let me smudge some of the compressed charcoal. Actually, let me do one section. I'll just do a gradient. Let's do something that's really dark on this side. So that's as dark as you can get. And maybe I'll lift a little bit on this side. Okay, so let's try it on the compressed charcoal, see if it's any better. Oh, it's much better. Yeah, the it's so weird. It's hard for you guys to see, but I'll post it in the Discord later. There is a little weird halo. It's much better on the compressed. Okay, so if I were to use this, I would use it on the compressed charcoal. I wouldn't use it on the vine. Let me see how well it sinks into the compressed. I don't know. For me, I'm not sure I would want to use it with dry charcoal. Like, it doesn't feel that great. <laughs> All right, let's let this dry a little bit. And I'll take a look at some of the comments. 
Ray is asking, what is the usefulness of this versus charcoal? Is it just about the variety of marks? Does anyone know? The difference to me is, it sounds silly, but it's wet. And so you're getting ink wash like effects. You can see dry charcoal doesn't look like that. So I, for me, the biggest difference is wet versus dry. <laughs> Jillio says, I'm watching this from the blow dry chair there. So long. Yes, there will be a playback. So don't worry about that. Comcuke says, I wonder if it's similar to those ink sticks they grind into water in ancient Chinese paintings. It's way looser than those. There's a range of those sticks as well. But my initial reaction is that this is just really goopy and slippery. I feel like the Chinese ink is a little bit stiffer. Harvey says, can you lift it with water after it's dried? It seemed like you could. I'll just try it over here. Yep, you can totally lift it. Yeah, and, and you don't retain any of the strokes from the earlier layer. Maria's asking, would you use it with acrylics or watercolors? I feel like I wouldn't, but maybe that's just me, my personal preference, because the thing about charcoal, and, and this is why I tell people that I don't really like doing a charcoal drawing on canvas as a sketch and then doing paint on top, is that the charcoal does taint the color. And so if I were to put, let's say, red here, the red would basically soak up the blackness. So it's not that you can't. I think I would just have to reserve myself to the color getting tinted by the charcoal. And maybe you want that. But for me, I feel like I'd rather just do that with ink. To me, there's not a super compelling reason to do the tinting with charcoal. Anna's asking, is it grainy? It seems like it might be. It's not. It's really, really smooth. It feels way more like paint. JR says, wonder if you can use an electric eraser. It will work better. I don't know. I'm in general. Electric erasers aren't my cup of tea. I know some people really like them a lot. I just like control <laughs> because the electric eraser does obviously some of the erasing for you but i like being a little i guess closer to the eraser i feel for me an electric eraser would be like a sewing machine <laughs> that you just turn on and it keeps going and for me that's a little bit overwhelming <laughs> Orangina is asking, does it seem too much like paint, like defeats the purpose of charcoal? Remember some water with regular charcoal on oat paper decades ago, liked it. Wonder if it feels like that. It is really similar. I feel like I would just rather do that wet charcoal with fingers and spray paint. Because the thing is, if I'm going to use this like a wash, I'm going to use a brush. I mean, I suppose I can use my fingers with this but I'm not seeing a super compelling reason. Addie says, I use gum Arabic water 
and charcoal powder, I make it thick like yogurt and thin it down depending on what I need. Oh, I love that. It makes it a lot more similar to a painting process. I guess that's what it is. To me, this feels less like drawing and more like a painting process. Yeah, Nancy says some people mix their own from powdered charcoal, but for me, I'd rather just use India ink. But again, that's because I like India ink a lot. Somebody else may not have that preference. Uma's asking, would you use it on canvas? I wouldn't. I feel like canvas might be too textured. And I guess I would worry about the charcoal adhering. Uma, I wasn't sure if you're talking about a charcoal drawing made on canvas or if you're talking about charcoal as a beginning sketch for painting where paint goes over the charcoal. So if you want to follow up with that, I'll take a look. Thanks, Blue. Don't bring up another brand. <laughs> the consequence of posting all these art supply videos is you get recommendations. People are like, have you tried? I'm like, don't tell me. I don't need to be told again. More art supplies that are fun and exciting. But I will say, everybody, if there is a particular material and you want me to try it on a live stream, just send it to me. I can have it on my wish list. If you guys want to send me a link to an item, I can put it on my Amazon wish list and then you could purchase it. So that way I could use it on a live stream because Jasmine's the reason I'm doing the stream. I wouldn't have otherwise done this because, oh dear, there's so many art supplies and they're not cheap. I mean, not like this one's absurdly expensive, but I guess it's a laziness thing. If somebody sends me the item, then I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do the live stream. Whereas when it's in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe. And so anybody who wants to do that, just message me, DM, whatever, a link to any art supply. I mean, check with me first. Don't buy me the supply <laughs> without checking with me because it's possible sometimes I already have it. Uma's asking, would you point, would you paint the liquid charcoal on fingers and then draw with your fingers. You can, I, I guess part of me is a little worried about the carcinogenic. <laughs> I, I don't really feel like this is something I want to dig my hands into very much. And Shannon says, I could see the use if you need a black background. Shaz. Hank Shawshank says, why not just use black gouache instead of this? It does feel different than gouache. Gouache is way more opaque. This is a pretty transparent color that I'm feeling. I, I don't feel that I can go full out opaque the way I could with black gouache. So that's the main difference is there is a transparency to the liquid acrylic. Tambo says, I wonder what it would do on watercolor paper. I think it'd be fine. It'd be better than what I'm using now. I'm using charcoal paper, which is not great for water-based media, but I didn't want to use the nice watercolor paper. And Banana Nut says, tried charcoal pencils first time, enjoyed it. My try version of what charcoal next. My pencil set came with a sepia pencil though. Never heard of this. What is it for? I would guess, I have to look at it, Banana Nut, I don't know exactly 
which pencil, but usually that sepia pencil, if it's like a charcoal pencil, it's just a color difference. And Reem is asking, could you explain ink wash? That's another stream. We do have ink wash videos. So if you type art prof ink wash into YouTube, you will find it. Oh, this is a good point. Anastasia says, I love using charcoal, but I'm kind of allergic to the dust particles. Yeah, that's bad. You, you don't want to do that. Okay, let's see what happens putting the dry charcoal over the liquid charcoal. And by the way, everybody, in case you are wondering, there is an art supply list with links in the video description if you want to take a look at that. Okay, let's try some, let's just do some vine charcoal on top. Okay. Oh, that's much better. Okay, that I like. Let me try the compressed charcoal. Do a little smudging. Oh, that's nice. Okay, th this is what I would use it for. Okay, I would do a wash with the liquid charcoal first and then put the dry on top because here the water, it disrupts the powdery quality doesn't blend well. This really works well. The ink wash like first pass and then putting the dry charcoal on top. And then I suppose you can go back in. Oh yeah, that erases pretty well. Yeah, that I would do that. I mean, in theory, you could use ink wash as a base, but I do think, well, hang on a second. Let me see. I'm trying to see how much it, well, let's try it here. Okay. It, it does erase, but it's pretty minor. I guess you could. Let me try it on the dark spot and see if the eraser is any better. Oh, the black doesn't erase at all. Okay, so it seems like you need sort of a mid-tone for that to happen. Let's try this on top. But this I like. Putting down the wash, and then you can see the dry charcoal, it, it sinks really nicely. So this is an area where the ink wash really feels like it's making friends with the dry charcoal. Let me try the eraser stick. Oh, I love this eraser stick. In case you missed the short, this is the General's Factus BM2. Kat and I are kind of obsessed with this eraser stick. Oh, let me see if it works here. Oh yeah, the, the black one, it doesn't work, period. You can't erase into it at all. But up here, Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Oh, so it does erase okay when it's a light version. Let me see if I can get this even more erased. But it doesn't go back to the white of the page. But I mean, that's pretty much the case with charcoal. 
Okay, so I guess if you have mid-tone gray and lighter, the eraser can have an impact. But when you get down to this, it doesn't happen. Actually, let's go back. I'm curious about this because this is wet over dry. Let me see what that looks like. Ugh, that looks pretty bad. I can't see that I would use that. It's me though. I mean, the thing about all these art supplies and techniques is just, what's your cup of tea? And I think we all work differently. Maybe some people really like that it doesn't erase. Maybe that's exactly what you need. It just depends on the person. I guess if I wanted to do something that started with an ink wash-like effect and then wanted to go in and enhance it with some dry charcoal, that I could see myself doing. Actually, let's try the charcoal pencil on top. I'm just very curious. Erase that. Okay, so it does just fine on top. Let me try it over here. Okay. Well, I'm going to erase this. So if you guys look at this, do you see how this was the initial wash? And so it did retain that graphic edge. So I guess if you wanted to keep that shape and then race on top. Oh, there is a color difference. All right, I just noticed this. The vine charcoal here, you can't see it on the stream. It's a little bluish. And the liquid charcoal is a little warm. It's got more of a brown tint to it. And, and that would be important because if you have such a noticeable color change, probably you'd have to make sure that you distribute the vine charcoal and the liquid charcoal so you don't have one spot that looks more blue. Oh, yes, we've got our rug of tone. <laughs> the rug of tone is so lovely and oh yes this is a good ink wash thank you blue wolf if you just look up art prof twilight you'll find it that's a whole ink wash stream where i review everything okay so uma saying as a follow-up i was referring to charcoal drawing on canvas as a finished piece like acrylic can be used on board wood glass or clay try it i've never done it before in general Again, me, I don't like canvas that much. Tell me in the chat, those of you who paint, do you paint on canvas or do you paint on paper? Because actually I'm realizing in retrospect, one of the reasons I didn't like acrylic that much is the canvas was just so coarse. And same thing with oils. I ended up painting much better on paper. I, I like that smoothness. Depends on the person, but I realized that actually one of the reasons I didn't like painting is because I didn't like canvas. It wasn't the paint actually that was doing that. 
Banana Nut says, I wonder if you could do white crayon first and wash over it, having the crayon area stay white. I would probably do that. Yeah, I guess that would work because that's a resist. Yeah, I'm sure that would be fine. Yeah, like Blue Wolf says, wax resist. Alvera says, curious if watercolor masking fluid will work with the liquid charcoal. I don't see why it wouldn't. It's any liquidy paint-like surface. Amanda says, you can add water, lift the areas you erase to make it lighter. You can use liquid charcoal kind of like anti-masking fluid with a dry brush. It can be so pretty. Oh yeah, I'm feeling that if we look at the earlier version, this is making some really nice dry brush marks. I feel like it would be very good for something like that. Shannon's asking, is there a difference between colored charcoal pencils and pastel pencils? I think there is. I find the pastel pencils, they're more grainy, at least the brand that I use. I use Contea Paris. And honestly, I'm not a huge fan of the pastel pencils. I think I like the consistency of the charcoal pencils better. They tend to be a little bit more dense. It's sort of like the pastel pencils feel like they're a little spongy and there's a density to the charcoal pencil that I do really like. Although it also depends on hardness. For example, with charcoal pencils, I really don't like the hard ones. The ones that I always buy are the ones that are super soft. And again, that's preference. But I just find sometimes the hard ones are a little bit inconsistent and you'll hit this hard spot and it will make a mark, physical mark, digging into the paper and that sort of bothers me. All right. That was a pretty good test. Let's try this. Let's try liquid charcoal first and then I'll build dry charcoal into that. Let's see what that does. Okay. And actually, I'm going to try this. My apologies. This is not in the video description, but this is Canson. Me, I don't know how to say this. Taunt? Artboard. And it's white. Yeah, they sent this to me, I think, is it Fredericks? Somebody sent it to me. And I was just very curious how it would look. Okay, let's move up my camera. Okay, there we go. And because you know, Sweetie Todd is coming. Well, it's already there. It's already on Broadway. But uh, <laughs> Aaron DeVate is going to be in Sweetie Todd. And actually, I was just more looking for something that I thought would look good in black and white. And so this is the one press photo that they have released so far. But actually, what I'm going to do, somebody sent me a whole bunch of photos from 
Moulin Rouge. And I said, I need some photos of Aaron Tveit looking angry. And so a bunch of wonderful people sent me some angry Aaron Tveit photos. And I can't share them with you, I'm sorry. But I did do this really quick marker sketch. So this is the facial expression from the photo somebody sent me, but then I took the hairdo and the clothing from that press photo. It's just something simple just to play around because when I'm trying new material, I don't want to think that hard. <laughs> okay. The technique I'm going to try, let's try this. this. This is a little bit stressful, but I just want to show it to all of you so you can see, I guess. I'll start with the vine charcoal just to sketch things out. And then I'm going to do wash on top. Okay. And again, this is a study. I, I'm not trying to impress anybody here for sure. And that's never been the point of the live streams. I just want to test out how this looks. This is vine charcoal. And you can see I'm very lightly sketching out the shape of the head. His shoulders are up really high in this piece. Let me lower this just a little bit. You guys can see a little better. Okay. And what I like about this photo, there's a really dramatic shadow. You can't see the eye eyeballs at all. It's all shadow. Combining reference photos is very handy, especially a lot of people ask me about copyright and like, don't let it look like the original photo because you, you can get in a lot of trouble. And actually, I have a friend who's a copyright lawyer, and he said the photographers are quite aggressive for, for good reason about pursuing people who are using their photos. That I really understand. It's a ton of work to do this type of thing. Okay. So you can see in the facial expression, there is this sort of downward motion. And actually, I'm going to exaggerate the angle of the eyes, make it a little more dramatic than it actually is. And you know something? I don't usually like the charcoal pencil, but I, I sort of feel like I might want to put charcoal pencil down. So that way, when I put the liquid charcoal on top, it doesn't destroy it. Because I think if I put liquid charcoal on top of the vine, I think I'd lose the whole thing. Yeah, let's try that. So I just need a little more definition in the chin. And now let's block in the shoulders, which are actually very broad. I think people are oftentimes underestimating just how broad shoulders are. And I really want him to have a, a monstrous look. Now in the photo, you can see that the shoulders are even because it's a front on view, but I'm going to switch it up 
so that this shoulder is not as wide as this one over here. So that's another way to shift it up. And then of course, Sweeney Todd is known for his <coughs> suspenders. And this suspenders have these clips on them. Again, nothing fancy today, just a way to test the charcoal. Okay, that's the initial sketch. And actually, let me take a quick photo so we have a work in progress version. Because I know for a lot of people that is very helpful to see how things started. Let's do a little bit of charcoal pencil to make sure we don't lose the vine charcoal sketch. And for me, the whole deal with this particular look is these very, very dramatic shadows and I'm going to exaggerate a lot maybe it won't even look like hair to me maybe it'll just look like some Sweeney Todd dude but whatever again I don't really care about that I'm just trying to find something to use for this particular stream okay that that does help I I don't typically do this I usually just stick with vine charcoal, but I think because I know something wet is going on top, it makes me want something a little more solid. There, he's got this smile. Does not look nice. I mean, Sweeney Todd is not a nice person. Although, those of you who are familiar with the story, tell me in the chat, who is worse, Mrs. Lovett or Sweeney Todd? I think Mrs. Lovett is way worse. She's the one who came up with the whole idea for the meat pies. I think she's way worse. She sort of manipulates him, actually. I, I feel like he, of course, has this whole story, but I think she's way scarier <laughs> if you think about it. She's the one that sort of puts him up to doing all these things. So I, I think she's way worse. I might do just a little touch of value here just to help me out a little bit. Okay, let's move to the hair. I've been noticing in the press photos, they've been doing these sort of streaks of hair that go across. His hair looks pretty nasty. <laughs> I mean, for good reason. I don't think they had great hygiene in Victorian England, I, I suspect. And I have to make up the ear because there's no ear. I guess it's a little bit of a sideburn. And there's a very distinctive part. Oh, yeah, he's not nice. <laughs> And the facial expression is a little bit more of a 
smile than it is anything else. Okay, and let's just approximate the suspenders. And yes, I'm having a heart, heart attack about this. Because <laughs> there were rumors that he was going to be Sweeney Todd. And I was like, nah, I don't want to believe that. It's going to make me really upset if there's this rumor and it's not true. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to buy that for a second because I don't want to be disappointed. And then there was an announcement, I guess it was on Halloween. They had announced that, oh, we're going to announce the casting, the people who are going to take over from Josh Groban and Annalee Ashford. And I'm waiting for the announcement. <laughs> and I remember I, I just opened Instagram and that I was like, oh, <gasps> like I literally like jumped. <laughs> I'm hoping this is a good move. I don't usually use charcoal pencil for the initial sketch, but this is one instance where I think it actually is going to help me. I want to try something pretty bold today. You know, I've been feeling a little wimpy lately when it comes to drawing. I don't know. It's probably all in my head like everything else. I'm just trying to get a little more definition around the nose. I'm, there's a really dramatic cast shadow right here underneath the nose that I really wanna emphasize. Oh, and I'm already seeing that his mouth is not wide enough. I do that a lot. It's just surprising how wide mouths are. I, most of the time, make them not wide enough. And I always compare them with the width of the nose. And so often I have it lining up with the width of the nose, which is not what I want. Okay, that's pretty monstrous. I don't know that I like the shoulders, but who cares? Let's do another in-progress photo and then I'll look at the chat. Okay. What are people talking about in here? Cool. I love reading all of these comments about all the various surfaces, wood board, paper, panels. They all have their own personality. It just depends on what works for your painting technique. And Banana Nut says lying by omission is a big part of Miss Lovett's deal, which is yucky. But then again, most people expect to still be alive after a shave. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're joining us for the first time, Nathaniel, who says love the space Art Prof creates to learn at a high level. Gorilla Fantasy is asking, what is liquid about this charcoal? Well, it's not really liquid. You're right. 
maybe they should call it charcoal paint because it is not liquidy when you get it out of the tube. It's it's very much like a blob of paint. So yes, maybe maybe they need to rebrand or something like that. <laughs> and by the way, everybody, the art supplies and links are in the YouTube video description below. Take a look at that in case you needed another reason <laughs> to buy some art supplies. Okay, tell me in the chat, what is the last art supply you bought? Because I went to the art store the other day. I didn't have, well, no, I sort of did have a reason. I had these watercolor brushes that were sort of on their last leg. So I went and I bought a few of those. But then I was shooting all these shorts. You probably have seen a whole bunch of those recently. But yeah, the art supply thing is real. <laughs> oh, actually, here's a question from Curtis. Why would someone use charcoal over something like graphite? Oh, they're very different. In theory, they are somewhat similar in terms of the look. For example, you can get very graphic marks with them. You can get something very smudgy. So the look of it can be similar. But the feel of it in your fingers is very different. For example, one thing I noticed about charcoal powder, so I was actually going to use this at some point, is that the charcoal powder is very chalky and the graphite powder has the slickness to it. It feels slick. This doesn't feel slick. This feels chalky. That's the biggest difference. And also they erase differently. I do have a video where I use graphite powder. Just look up Art Prof Graphite Powder on YouTube and you'll find it. Question from Vey, does this dry and solidify like acrylics on a palette which are not rewettable or does it dry and solidify like watercolor or gouache that can be rewet? Yeah, you can rewet it. I noticed that when I was painting it earlier Well, a lot of people are buying brushes. Micron brush pens. I don't think I know what those are. Oh, gosh. You guys don't tell me about more art supplies <laughs> that I haven't tried before. Oh, gosh. And I still have a lot of items to unbox from the raffle. And by the way, we are going to do that drawing soon. I just... I was so tired this weekend. I was like, I think I'm gonna die if I do any work. <laughs> Trying to take care of myself, not the easiest thing. Okay, let's do that wash. And I'm sort of thinking, usually when I'm doing anything washy watercolor, I tend to use the Sumi brushes, but I guess because I've been doing a lot of acrylic painting lately, my head has been in these thicker brushes. Actually, let me get a really big one. Because I did have that video about big brushes the other day and I gotta practice what I preach, right? <laughs> I really wish I had a China bristle brush. I don't have it here though, because those are really wide. That I think I could see myself using. Let's wash in just some really, really basic gray. 
I do find when you're washing things in, it is helpful to start with a mid-tone because then it's easier to make it darker and make it lighter. Yeah, like the quality of the, see how it doesn't run at all? The quality of it is very much like acrylic. The viscosity is pretty thick. All right, and actually I need to test out some of the tones. Although I guess if you can keep rewetting it, I don't have to worry about that that much, right? There must be some oil that's getting on there. Get a lot more water. So I'm curious, tell me in the chat, how many people here think they will give liquid charcoal a shot and go to the art store again? How many people here are thinking, eh, not my, really my cup of tea? Tell me in the chat, ba based on this particular stream, what is your take on this? And what I'm gonna do here is just block in a lot of wash. And this is just basically me saying, okay, these parts are not white. So I can really just go in real fast and not worry about that. Because the lighting here is it's pretty dramatic. Although I guess his shirt is pretty light. So yeah, let me just go over it. I should just go over everything. Okay, so anything that's not white of the page, I'm gonna just paint. Oh, shoot, that's bad. Have a paper towel handy. You will not regret that. Maybe the purpose is that it's more flexible than ink wash, like ink wash you can't go in and re-wet. So maybe that's it. Maybe you use the liquid charcoal so you can re-wet it. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's no reason you can't use black wash. Certainly that could be a way of doing it. I'm just trying to think about, okay, what are the circumstances in which I would pick <coughs> liquid charcoal over the other inks? Now here's an example where I'm going to use the brush for an area that feels sort of klutzy because the brush does feel too big, but some of you may have seen my video recently about how big brushes are your friend. You think they aren't. You think that they are too let's say bulky for what you want to do, but they're not. I kind of like that. That's sort of good. Not, not the drawing, the technique. I'm going to get another reference photo in here. So I can see better. 
progress, and I'll post these in the Discord later on. Okay, I'm going to let that dry a little bit. Let's take a look at what people are saying in the chat. And <laughs> Victor says, I won't give it a shot unless I get it for free or my friend has it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, Girl of Fantasy says there's non-permanent ink that can be rewet. Okay. Yeah, this is a good point from Lisa. A lot less dusty. Yeah, this is a good suggestion from Parvi. I've been wanting to try liquid and wet charcoal for a while, hoping it will cover larger areas quickly, reduce areas of smudging based on what you've demonstrated today. Yeah. All right, let's get back in. Oh, shoot, that's way too dark. And I want to put in another pass of some darker strokes. So this is the second pass of dark areas. I gotta manage the clothing a little bit better. I think I need to just darken the whole background needs to get way darker. So yeah, I guess in that sense, if you want something that's gonna cover the page faster, this is doing it. But you know something? It's not that hard to do this with charcoal covering I mean, it is fun to use the brush. I do like that part of it. Let's get something really dark in the back. Oh, I guess I need to put it on really thick. It really didn't get black. Oh, you know something? It really doesn't go super black. So I feel like if I wanted a super black background, probably I would reserve that for the dry charcoal. Just throwing in the suspenders. And I'm actually going to lift a little with the paper towel. So I guess it would be good for that. That that would make sense for me. I'm missing some of the Oh, you know that's what I'm missing. There's there's a big dark shadow here. There should be a big dark shadow. I didn't really put it in for the neck. But again, this is very much an ink wash mindset that we're seeing here. To me, this is not very charcoal-y. And in general, who here likes charcoal? 
because I think charcoal is excellent for getting people to loosen up, which is why I used it all the time in my freshman drawing classes. But it is sort of a frustrating material because it is so fragile. Let me get in some thinner strokes. I want a medium brush. Of course, I can't find it now. Oh, here we go. I'm going to use this to articulate some of the clothing. So I'm wondering if I put in strokes like this, if later on I can lift them. I, I sort of suspect I won't be able to, but... I mean, I, I'm really big on painting lately. So for me, this seems like a good fit, uh, a merge of a painting and drawing material that's sort of all the same drawing material is pretty interesting to me. Who here has been painting lately? And if you've been painting, tell me what media you've been using and tell me what you're painting. And if you haven't been painting lately, tell me what you have been doing. What project have you been looking at? Or maybe you're just thinking about things, who knows? Blue Wolf told me a little ways back that she hadn't been able to do a lot of hands-on work, but was learning still. And I really do believe that you can learn without picking up a brush. So tell me in the chat, do people ever feel like you're doing that, that you're not actually painting, but in your head you're thinking about painting, you're thinking about something related that somehow lets you feel like you're you're being creative, but you're not doing it hands-on. Because I really think you can. Oh God, his nose got really gigantic. I need to get this brow at the top. I mean, I'm already feeling like this is a big mess. So I do feel like I want to get out the actual charcoal and see if this helps. Oh, lost the ear. Go back to the clothing. It's really easy to forget about the clothing. Clothing is actually very important because there's actually this collar down here at the bottom that I didn't add and it's pretty dark. Yeah, I feel like this whole, mm, I'm gonna fake a shadow. <laughs> There isn't a shadow up here, but I'm going to fake it. I feel like there's too much white, so I'm going to just beef up the shadow on the side. And you can see that just gives the face a little bit more volume. Lighting is tough. It's hard to make it up. But if you just tell yourself, OK, 
Okay, shadow here, light here, that can be very useful. It is fun to do these washy things. Like I wouldn't associate that usually. And it is handy to be able to reactivate. Like I'm doing right now, I'm sort of going over the whole thing. But as I'm doing that, things are getting reactivated, which is kind of nice. I do like that part of it. Okay, so to me, that would be a compelling reason because ink wash, I mean, it depends on the ink. I think there is ink that is not, as somebody mentioned earlier. I wanna see what happens if I really try to get it black. Yeah, it, it doesn't go all the way black. It doesn't go opaque black. So maybe the opacity is something we need to get via the dry charcoal. So actually let's do this. It still needs to dry, but I wanna see what happens if I do some charcoal pencil here for the suspenders. It's still a little wet. Actually, let me lower the camera. You guys can see that better. There we go. Okay, so this part is the suspenders. Yeah, that's very wet. I shouldn't even touch that. Oh, it's wet. I shouldn't touch it. Okay, it, it needs to dry. <laughs> Let me go back. Let's give it a minute to dry. And let me also, again, shoot a in progress. I hope people like seeing those in progress images because I feel like that's where a lot of the learning happens is seeing the ugly phase. We all know what that looks like, correct? All right, let me let this dry and then I'll do another pass with the dry charcoal. And Margaret says, I'm more likely to use this than regular charcoal. I avoid the dusting media. Yeah, the dusting media is frustrating, especially soft pastels, which are just, you breathe on it and powdered pigment comes off. That's one of the reasons I really like printmaking. There's a lot of printmaking media that have the look of charcoal, but it's on nice printmaking paper, it's archival, and you have to worry about that dust. I don't know, Amanda, I, I stopped counting. It's, it's just not my default. Well, I, I really do wanna make some Sweeney Todd stuff. Him and Sutton Foster are taking over in February. I'm going in March, I already got my tickets. <laughs> Lou is asking, can you pick it up with eraser, kneaded eraser, once it dries? It could be interesting. Well, for those of you guys who didn't get to see this, I'll show you again. This is liquid charcoal, and then I lifted it with the eraser, but you can't do it here. The black doesn't lift at all. So it just has to be a tone that is mid gray to white. I know, Lisa, I want to use a big brush, but you know something? 
This is the only big brush I have nearby. <laughs> this is gigantic. I should have used it though. That would be a fun stream. Carolyn's asking, does it have a texture like graininess or this charcoal too fine to see? I don't feel any graininess. It's very, very smooth. Yeah, that's a good point from 7A. How does it look compared to just using black wash or watercolor? It would be interesting to see them swatch together. Absolutely. I think a swatch would be where you could see the major difference. Maybe I'm not that picky, but I don't feel like this looks that different. For me, it's more about how does it feel in my hands? How does it feel in the brush? So the experience for the artist changes, but perhaps the outcome of it is not that different that you could notice it. Catherine says, I like the idea of a different set of surfaces. I'm also wondering about erasing. Can you draw back into it? Yeah, you can, but there's a limit. Like I just showed everybody. Thank you so much, Anna, for the super chat who says, I love big brushes. Maybe we need to do a stream on big brushes. Because I got to find a reason to use this hawk. I, I probably could have. I just, I guess I just wouldn't doubt. I feel like I would want something really, really big. It would feel better. I, I feel like at this scale, I would feel a little constricted. Yeah, there are some people, there, there's a sensory thing about charcoal that is just too difficult. Carla says, I cringe when my hands feel dry and chalky. For example, I had a friend who couldn't stand styrofoam. Just the sound of somebody touching it, she couldn't touch it. It was just really too difficult for her. I, I Maybe there's a word for that, but yeah, there are certain art materials that for some people just physically don't rub them the right way. Wow, we got a lot of people in here who are talking about thinking. Lou says, thinking about different paintings, effects I want to work on but haven't started yet. And I love this. Carolyn says, I paint in my head all the time. Fantastic. This is a good point from Nathaniel, I've been doing a lot of watercolor lately, learning to work with it and not against it. That's a great way to put it. I just think that every material has its own superpower. It's really good at one thing. And I find if you try to not let it do that one thing really well, you're really gonna be banging your head up against the wall. I mean, for me, the comparison is if I tried to tell my kids, do this, they're not going to do it. They do great with, on their own. They come up with something that they want to do. But I've learned that me telling them, it actually has the reverse effect. It makes them not want to do it. Manette says, working on a single page comic. Going to go to the local art museum. Awesome. And Catherine's going to try it. Probably would have anyway, unless it totally bombed. <laughs> Are there any other supplies that you guys would like to see live streams on that we haven't done before? And of course, I don't expect that anybody here knows everything that we've done. 
But if you guys have a particular material or technique, let me know in the chat if there's something you'd like to see me demonstrate. Blue Wolf says, I'm loving this process, so happy to see it take form. Helps to not panic when first starting. It doesn't have to be its final form yet. Oh, no, no, no. There is no final form yet. <laughs> and Nancy says, moving now, too tired to draw or paint. So learning a lot from watching and listening. Oh, my gosh. I don't envy anybody who has to move. As somebody who moved cross-country a couple of years ago. Okay. Now, I'm very curious about the charcoal powder. Let's see what happens. So what I'm thinking, I'll, I'll just make a big mess and then we'll see what happens. And, and actually I'm curious about this because there's this one section of the brow and I think I did too much. So let me see if with the eraser stick I can adjust it. Uh, not much. Yeah, that doesn't really do very much. Okay, let's try the charcoal powder. This is create a color. I've never used this. I've only used the generals version. But again, it's like I, I don't like the dust. It's pretty bad. Ugh, so messy. Oh my god. I'm just gonna put it in a couple spots and let it. Jeez, you need to use a lot of it. Maybe to soften. I don't know, but the thing is, I like the strokes. Who here likes seeing the brush strokes? Because certainly there are people like Ang, I-N-G-R-E-S, who you, you wouldn't see a single brush stroke in his paintings. But I also really like seeing the brush strokes. Degas was very good at that. I don't know, the graphite powder's not, the charcoal powder's not doing that much. I don't think I like the graphite powder on top. Okay, let's do this. Let's make this very, very mushy. Oh, God, I can't get the lid back on. What's up with this stupid lid? Do I have to take this thing off? Yeah, I think I do. Right? Okay. Actually... Let's go back. I need to do a little bit on these suspenders. Because I do need some clarity. To get those a little bit more clear cut. I do like the way that looks. Does everybody see... The charcoal pencil going on top that that is a nice contrast i think so you have this very zoom in a little more like this is the wet charcoal and then putting this on top is kind of fun is really cool. I do like that. Okay, let's bring that back up. 
And I'm gonna start adding some pieces of compressed charcoal. We'll start to get a little more definition in the face. So right now I'm using compressed charcoal and I'm going pretty dark. But especially, I sort of lost the neck bringing that back. This board is pretty textured. You can see in here, there's quite a bit of that. Yeah, that's weird. I guess because I have the foundation down with the liquid charcoal. Yeah, see the, the dry charcoal, it sinks really well into, so I can throw that down. Actually, let me use a muted eraser. Yeah, they, they blend really well together. I'm trying to be more spontaneous with the strokes. Yeah, so if I want something really dark, Here, let's play with the clothing a little more. So it's sort of dramatic. And let's pull that across. Oh yeah, that's kind of fun. Let's try the eraser stick. See how well that goes. Oh, uh, yeah, it doesn't erase great. It's okay. All right, so I'm finding that what you need to make this work is my passive charcoal is pretty dark. It's not light at all. And so once the wet charcoal comes in there, it's like any charcoal work you do on top has to be pretty dark. I'm not doing a lot of subtlety here. And it is cool. There, there is sort of a wet quality to even the dry charcoal parts. That's kind of cool, huh? I'm gonna do a little more wash. I feel like I'm losing some of the facial expression. I'm a little too blunt. So here I'm gonna to switch to smaller brush, Filbert, my favorite brush. Actually, let me lower this, you guys can see the 
facial features. Oh shoot, did that freeze? Hang on a sec. I'll be right back, you guys. Give me a second. I just have to replug in my. I'm still here. I just bumped my webcam. And so now I have to bring it back. I really wish I had a webcam that was a lot longer. I don't think they sell them. I don't know. Maybe they do. Okay. Actually, I'm going to bring it back up. Almost there. All right. I think we are back in business. By the way, what are your plans after the stream? Anybody doing anything fun? I'm not. <laughs> when you're a parent, you just don't get to do a lot of fun things, unfortunately. <laughs> That's just the way it is. All right. I believe I am back. Sorry about that, everybody. All right, I'm just going to do another pass of the wash. Just like power. Okay. I just feel like the the liquid charcoal it definitely feels more dominant here. I definitely feel like the Dry charcoal is more like a supplement. It doesn't feel like the main thing as much. Okay, so here we can see it is rewetting. So maybe that's it. I just dip my paper towel in here and I can, oh, that's really cool. I like that. Okay, so rubbing in. Oh, that is really nice. Okay, I am liking that because that actually makes it a lot easier to do adjustments. Actually, I need to fix that one spot back here. It's just getting too fried. Let's get some more simple strokes. I just want to do a touch more on the face. But that is really cool. Does everybody see how I was able to lift things? Like that, I think, is quite valuable. Let me zoom down so you guys can see what I'm doing better. Okay, there we go. All right, so that is a big plus to be able to re-wet, I think. Because up here I had a couple strokes that I wanted for the brow and it was a little bit too much. But this is handy. 
I do like that part of it. And then adding something. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like that a lot. Okay, I approve. Did lose the eye though. Yeah, that does make stuff like some of the gray tones on the nose are a little bit easier to do. Okay, I, I guess I wouldn't use it the way I use charcoal, the way I think about charcoal. I mean, obviously everybody has a different take. But to me, this, it's more like using ink wash that can be lifted. I, I feel like that's more what I'm looking at here. And he's got a pretty pronounced cleft chin, so I'm gonna try to articulate that better. Is that Aaron today? Chin. He's a great chin. And it is good when you want to add. Oh, so here, I think I'm going to lift. Yeah, because I got too much here. Oh, yeah, that is really nice. Isn't that cool? All right, I'm a fan of that. All right, that part of it I am enjoying quite a bit. Oh man, he's creepy. This is a very interesting role for him. Actually, there are a lot of people in the Broadway community who are very angry about him being gassed. Like people, it's, it's chill, okay? It's okay. We have to get that one hair that's coming across. He has great hair, you guys. I just love his hair. Because it looks so perfect all the time. Let's do a little bit more on the hair because I sort of was neglecting that for a little while. Okay, so let's see. I'm going to do more a straight. Well, I'll do a little bit of water. It's a little bit. But so here you can see the brush strokes a little more clearly. kind of fun. <laughs> cool. 7A says, curious how applying the powder with a brush would work. I feel like it wouldn't work very well. I feel like I'd want to put water into it first. All right, everybody, please join me in the Discord afterwards. We'll be in the post live streams channel. I'll be posting lots of images so you can see up close better what the liquid charcoal looks like. You can sponsor a video and help us create content for a community that we normally would not be able to do. It is a great way to give back to people in the community across the world. ArtProf has services. We have artist calls, portfolio critiques, statement editing, and personal art curriculums. 
join our wonderful Patreon group. This is where you get to share your art in weekly voice sessions. I write very long, nerdy critiques in the Patreon group and lots of support. And most of all, it's a small group of artists who are very much engaged and invested in each other. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye.